Shalom people of God, welcome to another beautiful day. We are so grateful to the Almighty God for giving us another day. I want us to just invite the Holy Spirit into our midst. Just shut everything out. Focus on Him speaking tongues. Stay yourself up. Just take some few minutes. I don't even want to place a time on it. Focus on Him. Stay yourself up. Say that today you are going to hear a word that is going to change your life forever. Don't let any other day be as a normal day where you hear the word and you are happy and everything is fine. No. Declare that as this word is coming to you today, it is going to change you completely. It's going to do something to you. Like you cannot even stand in your body because you are going to be changed. You are going to be changed to a point which is so magnificent. And as soon as you walk out of the prayer and you go, some people will look at you and say, look, something has changed about this man. Something has changed about this woman. Something has changed about this girl. But then they will not be able to place their thumb or finger on it. Why? Because it's the nature of God and then the earth cannot comprehend it. Begin to speak in tongues. Stay yourself up. Stay yourself up. Stay yourself up. Stay yourself up. Kabaroshekete-ilaba. In the name of Jesus. Shalom. Shalom. God bless you. Now, I just want us to focus. Focus on the word. So far, we've been looking at who we are, that you know we have the power to do things, that everything that happens in a day is because of us. When things are not going according to how we plan, when we speak it, when we speak into it, things just magically change, right? Because you have power. There was a reason why God gave us dominion over this earth, because we, everything literally is controlled by us. Everything is controlled by us. So what you see, what your spirit sees is what is there. And we are managed to always live from the spirit and not from the carnal perspective of the carnal mind because our carnality won't do anything to us. <laughs> you know, my man of God, sister man of God said this. He said that, what do you seek after when you wake up on a daily basis? What is the first thing that comes to you in your mind when you wake up on a daily basis? Is it God? Is it your wealth? Is it your business? Is it your work? Is it your school or your degree? What exactly is it? And you realize that whatever you give attention to goes. Whatever you give attention to. There was a reason you have the power to do so many things. I want to speak about those of us who have problems. Maybe you don't have a problem. You don't want to identify it as a problem. But there's this one thing that's you can't let go of or there's this one thing that has been bothering you or there's this thing that's you know it's not good for you but you know you just do it anyway because i mean everybody's doing it so i mean let's just do it because like everybody's doing it but that's not the case like i said you give power okay you give power to everything that comes your way if you're a man okay and you know you want to focus on God. You don't want any kind of distractions by any kind of woman or anything. People will come to you. Women will throw themselves at you. But then you deciding not to look at them or even give them the time of day is you setting yourself apart for God. Because you know that right now if you enter into a relationship or something with a woman, you're not going to give her anything great right it's just going to be a waste of time for both of you because you can't give her certain things she needs now and she can't give you certain things you need now and it'll be a waste so you just want to focus on god so no matter how much any woman brings herself at you 
you really don't like you won't even see them why because you have set your mind on a certain goal and a certain target that you want to achieve so no matter the things that come your way you won't even desire for those things why because you don't give attention to them like i said everything you give power to it grows in the same way there are so many things the devil uses to entice us the devil uses so many things to prevent us from going into the way of god but i told you today that if you decide that you know you're not going to give in you really won't give in and he won't mind you look at jesus christ okay for example the devil came to him so many times to tempt him do this do this do this it's not being written okay that you know i mean we were told that okay jesus was tempted in the garden sorry in the wilderness right but then is that the only time he was tempted or that was the one which was significant for us to go by our faith i'm sure there were many days that jesus was literally pushed to the line but then we only told about that one why because there's some sort of significance that you know that hey when you have set yourself apart in a certain kind of way no matter the things okay that are brought to you to prevent you to thwart your progress in christ you won't let it happen like you won't let it happen because you know look jesus was he spent 40 days and 40 nights fasting and praying he prepared himself he did things so when the devil came down oh i'm coming to fast it like he didn't even look like he didn't even waste his time you know sometimes we're speaking about laws okay um this week in church we spoke about laws that hey you know there are so many laws there are laws of this world there are laws of moses and there are laws that we even christians look by first of all i gave the example of a man who doesn't want any dealings with any kind of woman whenever any woman is working with her but was and all that he looks away that is a law he could he could literally just look because he, hello like he has his eyes he has a right he has a freedom to look at everything because like some people would say that god created everything to be admired so he will look but it's a law that he promised his body that no i won't look at this thing that is a law he has imposed a law of on himself because he doesn't want to go to a path which is not right in the same way we have laws we have laws we have laws even christ gives us laws scripture tells us that hey seek ye first the kingdom of god and all other things shall be added unto you it's a law that hey if you seek like seek seek first and there's another law said if ye be risen with christ seek the things which are above where christ dwells in god He's telling you, it's a lot that, hey, if you did that, you are telling me that, hey, you are, um, you are, you know, a child of God. Don't seek the things of the earth. Seek the things above. The earth is yours already. So why are you seeking for them? Another thing, okay, another law. Another law is that, hey, like we should focus, we should focus, we should be set apart for God. Be set apart for God. Because if you are set apart for God, Things don't come to thwart your progress anymore. Things don't come to remove you from your path anymore because you know. Oh, everybody, you just declare that I know. You know, when your mind is fixated on the way, when your mind is fixated in Christ, no, you just literally change every single thing around you. You change it. You, change, you have the power to change the people of God. You have the power to change every single thing around you. So sometimes you notice that Maybe you have a friend, a friend is like, it happens that maybe some people would have best friends, okay, or, sorry, close friends who maybe they don't like sitting, they're always joking. But then when they really come into contact with that friend who is always studying and so composed, 
they start to take on the nature of that person. Why? Because they've met a certain kind of life that they are not used to. In the same way, you have the power to change so many things about you and so many people around you. Evangelism is in so many ways. Just as a, a popular saying in this world goes, charity starts at home. It's true. Everything starts with your neighborhood, with where you are. So if you are in a group of people and you're supposed to, you know, as a Christian, you're admonished to evangelize, being souls for Christ, and you're shy, you're saying that, hey, me, I cannot be souls for Christ, though. I cannot go and be standing in the street. Okay, fine. You don't want to do that. It's okay. Are you influencing those around you, the immediate people? Have they met Christ because of you? If not, then you are selfish. You are not doing what you're supposed to do. You're not bringing people to experience the kind of life you're experiencing. Why? Because you're not doing anything. It's like, imagine if I claim I have a family and I love my family so much and I care about my family and my family is the best thing in the world to me. And then I chance upon, I chance upon gold, a gold mine, and then the gold is not even stuck in the ground. The gold is just lying there, easy to be picked. And I tell my, I don't tell my family members, I don't tell anybody, I'm, I keep all the money to myself. When you find out that, hey, this is what I've been doing, you'll be like, ah, oh, wow, this person is so selfish. How could a person really come up upon gold? Let's say my, my family too isn't so well off. They've always been, you know, struggling to make ends meet and everything. And I found this gold. And instead of sharing this beauty, this happiness, this gold, this treasure with my family, I keep everything to myself and get a huge what safe somewhere and store everything and get money and I've bought cars and I've bought this and I've traveled and I don't tell my family. Everybody will be like, wow, he's such a selfish person or she's such a selfish person. Right? Because if you really love your family like you claim you do, even if you don't love your family, your family is still your family. At least give them something. If you are not going to give them a loss, give them something that they can also use. In the same way, that's the same way when people, you find about, you, you, you realize the love of God. You have a relationship with God and everything. And you don't want, you don't want to share it. You don't want to miss people in a day and say, hey, God loves you. You don't want to tell them, like, why are you keeping it to yourself? We all do this thing. Everybody does it, please. Let's let's turn away from that life. If Paul did not share, if Peter did not share, if the disciples hadn't gone about, would we be here today? Would the gospel even have spread to this point? If it didn't dawn on Saul, okay, that hey, I've a, I'm, a, I'm a changed man right now. I'm poor now. Let me go and take some people at Ephesus. Let's go and start a church. Would we would we even know what a church is right now? I'm sure right now we'll be in so many chains that that I mean we'll be so enslaved by our own our own vices. But today we are free. We are we, we, we learn that a hey, Christ has nailed everything that used to hold us back to the cross. So why don't we share? In the past people were persecuted. They were martyred their heads were being killed their families they were Today, are you killed because of the gospel? No. Do you share the gospel? Nah, why? You don't feel like it. I mean, you know they're here, really. I mean, what's the point, really? I mean, people are not going to change anyway. I mean, ah, the pastors can't do it. Really? Okay. Okay. Please, people of God. It is true that there are many ways you can minister the word of God to people. But in the same way, let me tell you that it's still ministering the word. No matter what you do, you still have to minister the word. If you are giving to people, or people are getting things from you, you are donating to orphanages and things, they don't know about God. They know that you are giving them food. You are giving them money. 
you are still not ministering to God. Speak to them about God. That is ministering about God. Your good deeds is fine. But then what will your good deeds admonish them to do? Would they, will your good deeds even push them? Or would you take the initiative and say, I'm here because of God? Would you? If they don't ask you, are just there. Everybody feels like, oh, this guy, he has money. It's just money that they know you have. They don't know that you have God. So when people say that, oh, me, unless my good deeds minister to people, I don't agree. Maybe we could have a banter about it and other people may not agree, but I don't agree that your good deeds is what is going to uh, make people. They will know that, ah, this person is good. As to where or the source with which you are getting your money from, they probably don't care. So it's up to you to decide whether you are going to minister the word of God to them or not in everything you do. There are many avenues, it's true. It's not only standing behind a pulpit, it's true. That counts. But then the underlining thing is that it should be ministering the word. No matter how you do it, you should speak about God. You should speak about Christ. That's also a law. And trust me, it comes with so many blessings that you don't even imagine. Hmm. People of God, we have the power to change everything. We have the power to do everything. Whatever you allow in you grows. Whatever you allow in your life grows. So I'm wondering that, ah, man, how do I even know God? How do I even everything? Like I said, whatever you allow in your life grows. You want to spend time with God. You want to know God. And then you are spending time with everybody else but God. You want to have a full relationship with God. And then you are having full relationships with other people. That relationship with God is never going to come. Because you wouldn't see it as a necessity. You wouldn't see it as something you desire. You wouldn't see it as something you cannot live without. And trust me, if you see something as something you cannot live without, you won't even bother to even take a second step to look at it. But when you see it, that it's worth it, that it has a timeline, that, hey, like if I don't get this thing, I, I can't move on in life. You'll really be pushed to do it. You'll really be pushed to do it. There's the God of this world, okay? He does so many things to make sure that the sons of God do not become what's the, the, basically the sons of God. He, he makes sure. So what does he give you? He gives you money. He gives you he gives you every physical thing that you are so satisfied. You don't feel the need to have God anymore. He gives you relationships that you are so happy. And you are just so into the relationship that you even forget that. Hey, wow. Today, have I really spent time with God? He gives you things that can please you. That satisfy you so much that you don't even need people or God anymore. Because you have everything that can please or satisfy you by yourself. You have to be wise. You have to see what is there and refuse it at all costs. You have the power. You have literally been given dominion over the world, people of God. What are you doing with that power? Are you realizing that power on a daily? Don't be ignorant. The knowledge is what brings you closer to Christ to realize the full potential of what you can actually do. But then if you're not spending time with God, if you're not spending time with the Word, if you're not meditating, if you're not praying, if you're not fasting, if you're not... Basically, putting to death your desires in your flesh. There's no way that you can get the full life out of God. Don't let anybody deceive you and tell you that eh, the Christianity is not so serious. It's serious, please. It's not that, oh, God loves us despite what we do. Don't lie to yourself, please. If you want to be lazy, say you want to be lazy. Don't come and coin things to fit your nature. It's a serious. Like I said, however you see it is how it becomes for you. If you see it as something that your life depends on it, you come and say that, oh, it's not serious. Hello. 
He says, those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, they will be filled. Are you hungry and thirsty to be exactly as God said you should be? Or, um, Charlie, if you get even half quarter, it's fine. I mean, it's not, it's not that. It's not that deep, right? It's not a degree that you, you have to force to get. It's not an exam that you have to push. It's not education that you have to always you know, be spending hours and nights. I mean, it's just good, right? That's how you think, right? Okay. I mean, it's just good, right? It's all good. People of God, please. There's no time to waste. There's literally no time to waste. Whatever you give attention to goes. It's up to you. Let's be heavy, Father. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your grace and your life and your and your peace that is in us. Lord, we know that this word has come to change us. And we pray that we are really moved by this word to do things, oh Lord. That this word will even create loss by itself in our hearts and in our minds, in our souls, in our bodies and in our spirits. To do everything possible to find you. To be in sync with you. To be one with you and not the world. We bless you and we thank you so much. In Jesus' mighty name, pray so much thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye.